presence of God is here, don't ever wait for the next thing. He is the next thing. You jump right in the water. You lift your hands and open your mouth. We honor the presence of the Lord. We honor. We honor. Hallelujah. 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 You're going to need this this week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's getting their praise back today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not just the praise team. Somebody's getting their personal praise back. Hallelujah. 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 If Dr. Judy is not here, hallelujah. We honor the presence of the Lord, his power in this place. this house, the man of God, the set man for this time, Pastor Charles Blake Jr. Let's thank God for him. We thank God for the woman who stands by his side, the visionary of this conference. I have so much to say, but the spirit of the Lord is here. I want to be careful not to contaminate this atmosphere. My sister, she knows she are not a basia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Come on. Come on. Times are refreshing. They come from the Lord. He wants to refresh you today. He wants to refresh you today. He wants to revive you. Somebody shout out revival. My spirit needs to be revived. Refresh me and revive me. My sister who knows we have a relationship that does not have to be broadcast for about the past five years. The Lord has knitted us together. I'm so thankful for her. I'd like to honor the presiding Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Charles Blake Sr. I have so much to say about him, but I'm going to skip that over. So much to say about the opportunities that he afforded me. Amen, and I'm thankful. And to our First Lady Emeritus, our mother, Lady, Lady, Nate Blake. So thankful for Supervisor Barbara Bryant, who electrified us yesterday. And to mentor and big sister and oh, mother, Dr. Judith McAllister. So thankful for her leadership. Thankful for my family who's with me today. Just wave your hands all the way from New York. They came, they came to be with me. Superintendent Kennedy and Len Marie and Matthew 
here and Sonia and Verone, but another brother who's watching. I had more I wanted to say about them. I'm just going to move into the presence of the Lord. Thankful for Evangelist Kalisha who accompanied me. Exodus, the 14th chapter. Exodus, the 14th chapter. Let's stand for the reading of God's word. Thankful for these musicians who are anointed and skillful. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Exodus, the 14th chapter. Exodus 14, Exodus 14. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version. I'm going to read verses 5 through 15 and then 27 through 29. And it says... Exodus 14, 5. It was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled. The heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was changed toward the people. They said, what is this we have done? We have let Israel go from serving us. He made ready his chariots and took his army and took 600 chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. The Lord made hard and strong the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the Israelites, for they left proudly and defiantly. The Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them and camped at the Red Sea by Pihahiroth in front of Balzaphon. When Pharaoh drew near, the Israelites looked up and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them. And Israelites were exceedingly frightened and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you treated us this way and brought us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you in Egypt, let us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Moses told the people, fear not. Stand still, firm, confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. Tell somebody, the Lord will fight for you. You shall hold your peace and remain at rest. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. 27, Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea. The sea returned to its strength. Normal flow when the morning appeared. The Egyptians fled into it. The Lord overthrew the Egyptians and shook them off into the midst of the sea. Today I want to talk to you for just the next few minutes from the topic decision day. Decision day. And I want to talk to you from the subtopic, the door is open. I dare you to tell somebody the door is. Oh, tell somebody on the other side. You talk to the wrong neighbor. Say, neighbor, I know you've been waiting a long time. Seemed like the door was closed. 
But today I came to announce to you that the door that the door is open. Tell another neighbor on the other side of you and say, neighbor, did you hear what I said? The door's been closed. You've been shut up. You've been stuck. You've been in between. But today, somebody say today, 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 the door is, hey, I just felt that then. The door is open. Everything that's been closed in your life, God says he's opening it up. Becoming, I only have a certain amount of time, so I have to behave myself. Becoming is such a powerful theme. This weekend, we have basked in this theme, and as our lady D'Andrea said, there wasn't a dry eye in the place yesterday. Uh, I came, they said, come to the altar and help, and I was at the altar crying. What a powerful presentation. I've been grappling with this question in my life. Vandalin, not chair lady, not evangelist. Vandalin, are you who and what God had in mind when he spoke your name before the foundations of the earth. Uh, 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 Not your role, not preacher, not chair lady, not doctor, not, but are you who God thought about when he spoke your name? I've been in reflection about that and I've been in reflection about who I am becoming. Am I becoming what others have said I should become? Or am I the manifestation of what God spoke in the earth? And it's caused me to want to do two things. Number one, to make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be And I'm tapping into that answer. And number two, to make the necessary changes so that I can move toward it. One of the greatest ways that we can bring God glory is not just praising God uh, with our mouths, but living in the center of God's will and becoming everything that he has ordered for us, fulfilling our purpose and manifesting in the earth realm what he saw when he spoke us. Purpose, somebody say purpose. You do know that before the foundation of the world, God knew who you were were. Some of us are just trying to figure out now, get our lives together, but God already determined who we we would be. Uh, He told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you and I already had a plan. I purposed you uh, to be a prophet unto the nations. If you are under the sound of my voice, whether you're watching in person or on the internet, there is something that is unique about you that no one else can claim. 
Each of us has a unique fingerprint. As a matter of fact, there's even voice-activated software where uh, you, your phone or some electronic device will only open with your voice. Tell somebody, I'm unique. Uh, as a matter of fact, I won't get into all the science here, and there's some younger people here, but you know the science uh, about birthing, and you know that there's one egg, but there's so many other millions of things that could have swam to found that egg, find that egg, but you are the one person out of all those millions that God decided to bring here. Purpose, somebody say purpose. Uh, purpose uh, has nothing to do with uh, what great family you came from. It has nothing to do with uh, what your lineage is. It has to do with what God spoke about you before the foundations of the, the earth. And some people think that purpose is based on how talented you are, how gifted you are, where you've come from, but it is based on what God has said. Somebody say what God has said. And, and, and part of the purpose is connected to a promise. Uh, God gives us purpose, but then he makes a promise over our lives. Your purpose, let me repeat that again, is connected to your promise. Uh, part of the promise, listen to me this morning, is that we are headed somewhere. We are not born to just be here and go to work every day and fry chicken when we come home. We are headed somewhere. I thank God for the old saints, but uh, they taught a lot, a lot about coming out of things, but I didn't hear a lot of where I was going. I knew, you know, if you came out of the old church, there were three things that you needed to come out of. Smoking, drinking, and fornication. If you could master those three, oh, you were going on to heaven. And so those are some of the things that we focused on, but, uh, and we knew we were going to heaven. We knew we should be in the image and likeness of God. But after I came over here, what is it that I'm supposed to do? Where is it that I'm actually headed? Am I headed somewhere or am I just here to come to church and warm the bench? What difference does my life make? What am I becoming? What is it that God has called me to be and to do? Not just my career, not just to be like Jesus, but what manifestation and expression am I? in the earth and I want to tell you that it is the enemy's job to keep us stuck in a place where we have not fulfilled our purpose because it is in that place that frustration will set in it is in that place that competition sets in it's in that place that jealousy and envy set in we came out but we have not gone in and so many of us are stuck in this middle place this in-between place and that's most of our problem in the church everybody's trying to get the mic everybody's trying to do one thing 
thing. We can only have one supervisor at a time. We can only have one position at a time. If my, my life's aim is to have a position in the church, then I have already missed it. Many of us are stuck right here in this middle time, stuck between coming out and going in. Oh, but it is God's will and God's purpose that we not only come out, but that we go in. You're going to have to talk to me this morning. Here we have the text. Somebody say the text. The book of Exodus describes the departure of the children of Israel from Egypt. It is a constant reminder that God is able and faithful to bring us out of bondage and to take us into the promise. Ah, It describes Israel as a nation of God's people with a plan to go into a specific land and we constantly hear in the Bible in the Old Testament God wants to bring them out and take them into a land supervisor Brian flowing with milk flowing with milk and honey. Uh, The departure of the children of Israel from Egypt was actually the birthing of the Jewish nation. A people that were going to know their God in a specific location accomplishing a specific task. Exodus! Exodus tells us about the children of Israel. They were in Egypt for over 400 years. They were slaves. Somebody say slaves. They were making bricks with straw, but God still had a purpose. Pharaoh, I want to paint the picture for you here, has them under intense labor and abuse. Generations of oppression. Generations of trauma. But what blows my mind with all of this is that they were still God's people, although they were seemingly belonging to somebody else doing something else not even knowing who God was and not knowing who he was you mean the children of Israel weren't perfect they did not even know who he was as a matter of fact Bible says that when Moses was led to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt uh, he said who should I say Lord we've been in the club Lord we've been smoking weed Uh, we've been serving other gods we don't even know who you are who are you you saying we your people well who are you and Moses said say I am that I am so you mean I don't have to be perfect in order for God to have a plan you mean I don't even have to know that God has a plan you mean I don't even have to know who I am you mean I don't even have to know I don't have to come from a perfect family I don't have to have it all together what blows my mind is that while I was smoking a blunt over 20 years ago what blows my mind is that when I was in the club over 20 years ago not wanting to be saved wanting nothing to do with Jesus telling my parents don't bother to call me about church because Jesus is a white man's God when I was going through all of that you mean God had 
had a plan for my life? You mean God knew that I'd be standing here on September 17th, 2023, even when I didn't know who he was, even when I didn't know who I was, even when I didn't know where I was headed? I came to tell some parents today, don't you give up on your children. Get down on your knees and begin to pray. I'm here because I'm a product of prayer. Ah, the song says, don't stop praying. The Lord is nigh. Don't stop praying. He'll hear your cry. Down at the altar, what he said is true. Don't you stop. Touch your neighbor and say, don't you stop. Don't you stop. Tell him, don't you stop praying. He'll answer you. I'm here because my mother prayed for me. I'm here because my grandmother prayed for me. I'm here because my father prayed for me. Tell somebody, don't stop praying. You're the product of somebody's prayer. Tell them, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't, don't stop, don't stop. I know baby's acting crazy, here the Bible says and I gotta cut through the field this morning the Bible says that here we have uh, uh, the children of Israel oh here they are oh my computer tried to shut down oh come on out of here devil what blows my mind is that they were still slaves but God had a word for them that's why you got to be careful how you treat people when they come into the house of God. They might not look like your choice, but you don't know what God's going to do to They might not be dressed the way you dress, but you don't know how God's going to use them. Uh, that's why you can't judge people. You don't know what kind of future God has for them with all their craziness, with all their lifestyle. Tell somebody I belong to God with all my craziness, with all my proclivities, with all my habits, with all my addictions. I belong to God from the top of my head to the sole of my feet I belong to God and you can't change God's mind about who I am you can't gossip to God and change his plan over my life you can't whisper in his ear and make him decide to go against me tell somebody I belong to God I don't have it all together I'm not perfect sometimes I feel like a nut Sometimes I don't. I sing hymns on Sunday and the latest hits on Wednesday. I shout on Sunday. I might twerk on Tuesday, but I still, I said I still, I still belong to God. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a chosen generation. I dare you to tell three people I belong to God. I be- 
They were slaves. You know what a slave is? A slave works for somebody else. A slave has no value. A slave has no identity. But like I said, you can't look at where I am now and determine where God wants to take me. I always wonder why God doesn't just take me from the promise to the manifestation. I've often wondered what, what kind of God would play these crazy games. Come in and testify, David. I got a plan for you. You're going to be the king, but you're going to be chased by your mentor in holes and in caves. Come here, Joseph. I'm giving you a dream, but you're going to prison. You're going to be sold into slavery, and there's somebody here today that does not believe God has a plan because of all the craziness that's going on in your life and you're saying if God was really with me why am I going through what I'm going through but I came to tell you everything that you are going through you're going to need for where you're going everything you have experienced you're gonna need for where you're going everything that you are dealing with you're gonna need for where you're going don't you be ashamed of where you've come from don't you be ashamed of your testimony yesterday's supervisor told us her testimony and some more of us need to tell what really happened in our lives because this generation wants authenticity this generation don't care about your protocol they want to know can God really do for me what you said he can do can God really move in my life the way you said he can this generation evangelist Bryant said she had a baby out of what she said it publicly so I, I think I can say it she had a baby I wish some more of us would tell about the babies we had out of wedlock I wish some more of us would tell how three of our kids have three different last names some more of us would tell what we really came through if we would we would help somebody and I came today I came for shame I came for guilt I came in your process of becoming the enemy has said to you your story is too shameful you've been trying to conform into an image of perfection of what you think people will accept but I came to tell you today God's gonna use that slavery God's gonna use that bondage God's gonna use your past God's gonna use your hurt if you're from the hood there's somebody else that needs to hear that God can bring you out of the hood if you've been hurt there's somebody else that needs to know that you've been hurt. I tell you to tell somebody, tell your testimony. Tell your testimony in the process of becoming. Don't feel bad 
about where you are because you're going somewhere. I gotta hurry on here, I'm cutting through the field. The children of Israel are journeying on now out of Egypt. They're journeying on to the wilderness, on to what they've been promised, the promised land. I want you to see what has happened. Uh, in the chapters before, we know that Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. They went through a series of plagues. And every time they would go through the plague, Pharaoh would say, okay, I'm going to let them go this time. Oh, but he would keep going back. And then the Bible lets us know that the last plague was the plague that killed the firstborn of sons in Egypt. The children of Israel's firstborn were able to live, but the firstborn of those in Egypt, they were killed. And after they died. Uh, Pharaoh said, I'm tuning up. I didn't want to tune up now. But Pharaoh said, what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to let you go now. Because you done killed my son now. And all of our sons, uh, he says, go ahead. He lets them go. They go out into the wilderness. Uh, the Bible says 600 men. That means there were more millions by the time you counted the children and the women. They've gone out into the wilderness. They get away. Uh, they get away from Egypt. They borrow clothes and jewelry uh, from the Egyptians and they move on out to go to the promise. But I want you to see. I want you to see that these are people who don't know God. These are people who don't know where they're going. These are people who begin to approach the Red Sea in front of them. They're coming out of Egypt. They listen to Moses and now they get to a place where there's a body of water in front of them. And now Pharaoh decides, I changed my mind. I'm going after you. So watch this. They came out, but the enemy wanted to kill them in the in-between time he said you're stuck here you're stuck there's no movement there's no place that you're going from here oh but God had a set time somebody say a set time God said I don't know why you are complaining because they got out there they approached the sea and they began to tell Moses you brought us out here to die in the wilderness in other words were there no graves in Egypt was there nothing I could have stayed where I was have you ever said Lord I came to serve you and I got my heart broke Lord I came to serve you and I'm broke Lord I came to serve you and I'm disappointed Lord it would have been better for me if I had stayed in sin if I had stayed in Bobo's bed at least I would have some money you done got me out here talking about saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost now I'm broke now I'm busted now I 
I lost my job. Now my family is turned against me. Oh, here they are. I want you to get the picture. They have the sea in front of them. Pharaoh is coming behind them. But I came to tell you very quickly. I wish I could get to all this message, but I can't. I came to tell you that God told them, I see what's happening in back of you. But all I want you to do is go forward because I have a set time it has nothing to do with how good you've been it has nothing to do with whether you think it's a good time it's because my name is on you and I came to tell somebody God's gonna bless you because his name is on you God's gonna increase you because his name is on you God's gonna give you favor because his name is on you he's not gonna let his name go down his reputation go down he made you a promise and it's gonna come to pass the Bible says he told him Moses why are you crying to me tell my people to go forward and when you're going forward there are going to be distractions some of them external Pharaoh's coming all kinds of things are happening but that's not what I'm worried about the biggest distractions are the internal distractions the things you said about yourself I'm too old it's never gonna happen I'm not from the right family I made too many mistakes it's what they know about me the internal distractions are what keep us from going to the promise fear keeps us from going to the promise uncertainty at least if I stay here I know what I got here you mean you want me to step out not knowing where I'm going you mean you want me to step out in uncertainty and trust God where I can't see him trust God where I can't feel him trust God without knowing where I'm going all I have is a word that I'm going to the promise but all I see is destruction around me and there's somebody here that God is saying I want you to step out even in the midst of uncertainty even in the midst of discomfort I want you to step out I gotta tell you this and then I gotta close this sermon that theologians say that many of the Israelites did not leave Egypt because they were too comfortable in Egypt and they would rather know that they were going to get some meals they would rather stay and instead of doing their own thing oversee someone else's vision God says I did not just save you to do what other people wanted you to do I put something inside of you so you could do what I've called you to do they were in bondage some theologians say they wanted to stay because they had notoriety in Egypt there's some people 
that wanted to stay because they were somebody. Who will I be if I step out? What will they say if I step out? How will I make it if I step out? But there's somebody in here today. I came for you. I came against that spirit of fear that would have you stay in the same place because you can't see your way. You gotta tell yourself, I might not be able to see it, but I'm becoming who God says and I gotta step out. Step out on faith. Step out on his word. Step out on his promises. And if you gonna step out, I'm cutting through the field again. But if you're going to step out, there are two things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to, one, be obedient. Moses, they were in the the sea. They were approaching the sea. They began to complain. And God told Moses, Negro, what's in your hand? He said, you complaining to me when I've already given you what you need to get the victory. I've already given you. Stop telling me what you don't have. Stop telling me you don't have enough money. Stop telling me you don't have enough help. Stop telling me who left you. Stop telling me what's happening and look at what you have. Everybody put your hands out and say, God, help me to see what I have in my hand. You have the anointing. You have the power. You have the ability. You have the foresight. You have the gifting. God saying it's in your hands. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Everything you need is in your hands. Everything you need is in your experience. Everything you need. Tell somebody, I got everything I need. The Lord began to say to me, in order to obey, you've got to first be able to hear. Got to go to my seat. But listen, listen. I said, what are you saying, Lord? This morning when I woke up, I looked at my cell phone. I got an alert. Listen to me. The alert, I had never seen this alert. It said, an error occurred. And your account is signed out of iMessage. Now listen to this part. Then it said, you will miss messages as a result of being signed out. Please go back to your settings. Oh, y'all didn't get that. Y'all should have been running all around this place. Please go back to your settings to address the issue. Some of us cannot hear. We cannot obey because we cannot hear. And God is saying, sign back in. Go to your settings and sign back in. You want to know what to do? Go back to your settings. You used 
used to pray. You used to have devotion in the morning. You used to read the Bible. You used to have prayer time with God. And you're saying, God, where am I? I'm stuck in between. God says, you're missing the messaging. You're missing the direction. You're missing what I'm telling you. He said, I'm calling you, West Angeles, to prayer. I'm calling you to go back and sign back in. Sign back into his presence. During the week when you're not in church, sign back into your devotional time. Tell somebody, I got to sign back in. I said, I wonder how many messages I missed. I wonder how much direction I missed. I wonder if what I'm blaming on other people is actually because my account was signed out. God says, if you are going to inherit, I've opened the door. But there's something you've got to do. And today is decision day. It's decision day. God, I know you have a promise. Am I going to fulfill my promise? Am I going to become all that you have ordered me to be? Or am I just going to keep here stuck in the middle? Am I just going to stay here where it's comfortable? Oh, tell somebody sign back in. I have instructions for you. Sign back in. I know you're scared, but sign back in. I'm going to tell you which way to go. You signed into Facebook. You signed into TikTok. You signed into Instagram. But the Holy Ghost says... I need you to sign back in and I need you to pursue me. That's the second thing. Sign in and come after me. Sign in. If you're going to get to your promise, you got to get to the promise maker. Sign in and come after me in the word. Sign in and come after me in prayer. No matter what you have to do. Olita Adams said, you can meet me by railway. You can meet me by trailway. You can catch a hot air balloon. I don't care what you do. I don't care how you get there. But get there if you can. And I came to tell you, God is saying, be like the woman with the issue of blood. Go after God. Be like Jacob and say, I won't let you go until you bless my soul. Sign in and obey and go after him. Tell somebody, go. Go after God. They got into the middle of the sea. Now they got into the, they're going now. Moses stretches forth his hand. The sea walls open up. I don't have time to tell you all about my study, how high and how wide. But watch this. The sea walls open up and Pharaoh starts in hard behind them. They got Pharaoh behind them in the chariot. And now they're running. They're running from where they were. 
but they're running to where they need to be and the Bible says this part it really did something for me it said that God when the Egyptians got into the midst into the middle of the sea it said that God shook the Egyptians off and overthrew them in the middle of the water and God said tell my people all they gotta do is make one step they don't have to have it all figured out they don't have to have it all worked out but I dare you to take a step take a step in the right direction take a step towards your promise and the Bible says God is about to shake off everything that was coming after you I came to declare to you when you obey God when you pursue God depression is gonna be shaken off of you anxiety is gonna be shaken off of you fear is gonna be shaken off of you somebody say shake it shake it shake it off of me God shake off every demon spirit shake off every demonic force once you make a step the Holy Ghost says I'm gonna do the work I'm gonna shake off everything that's been trying to destroy you I'm gonna shake off every enemy you've been trying to defeat but what I need you to do is go forward the Hebrew term for go forward is a word called naka. It means to pull up your tent and move to another place. It means to pull up a tent and make a camp somewhere else. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to move to my promise. I'm becoming who God wants me to be and I'm moving I'm getting out of here I'm going to my seat but I dare you to tell three people I gotta get out of here I've been stuck in the middle I've been stuck in non-productivity I've been stuck in a place I had no business there's more for me than what I'm doing there's more for me than where I am. I gotta get out of here. I gotta move to where God wants me to be. Cause eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men what I'm about to do for you.
you got to cooperate with God. You got, the Lord said to me, Vandalin, you've got to agree with me. I said, you can do all things because I strengthen you, but you keep drawing back. I said, greater am I that's in you than he that's in the world, but you keep drawing back. I said, you're the head and not the tail. You can have more than you have, but you keep drawing back. But today the Lord says, no matter what your age is, no matter which, where you are, he says, today is decision day. I'm making a decision that I'm going to do whatever I need to do to step out and become who God has for me. We don't have much time, but come to this altar. Let me pray with you. We don't have much time. Come quickly, quickly. We don't have much time. We only have a few minutes. But come, come, come. Quickly, come, come. Today is decision day. I'm making up my mind. I'm making up my mind. Ha! I'm tired of being where I am. I'm tired of not having enough. I'm tired of living beneath the privilege that I know God has for me. I'm tired of not becoming. I want to be in active pursuit. I don't want to have to wait for somebody to lay hands on me or to, I want to be myself in active pursuit of God. Everybody lift your hands to God. Lift your hands to God. It doesn't take God all day. Today I'm making a decision to become, that's our theme for this weekend, to become what God had in mind. Whatever I need to do, whoever I need to leave behind, whatever adjustments I need to make in my prayer life, in my time, whether it's kicking procrastination, whether it's negative thinking that plagues our minds, whatever it is, today I make a decision to move from where I am to where God has called me to be. I feel the anointing of God. Lift your, lift your hands high. Lift your hands high. Lift your hands high. I make a decision today. I agree with you today, God. I cooperate with you. Not another season will you open a door and I don't step in it. And I don't step through it because of my own fear. Today I make the decision. The season is here again. A new year is here again. And I'm not gonna let another week, another month, another year go by. And I'm in the same place that I was. You have too much for me. I'm the answer to somebody's problem. You created me with a solution for something. There's a word in my mouth for somebody. And I refuse to not live in the fullness of that. And so today I came to pursue you. Lift your hands high. 
what I want you to do is pursue him through praise on the count of three I'm going to you're going to open your mouth and begin to praise God pursue him through praise come on pursue him through praise one two three come on give God the praise come on right there right there I'm coming after you Lord I'm coming after you Lord I'm coming after you I'm coming after you Father I'm coming after you come on open your mouth give God the praise and pursue him come on as you pursue him as you pursue him you're walking to your destiny as you pursue him you walk into your promise as you pursue him you walk will end the frustration you've been asking these questions too what do you want me to do who am I God is saying this word I even see a change when it comes to something with your employment something's going where you you're about to go through a major change major shift is coming in your life there's some things that you're going to leave behind and you're going to think all 
oh, something happened, oh, it's negative, oh, God is saying, it's not negative. Whatever happens, it's my will because I'm moving you forward. Let me do it. Stop holding on. Stop holding on. Let me say that again. I don't know your name, but I know what I hear. Stop holding on to what was. Clear out the old and make room. Make room for the new because you're becoming who God wants you to be. Lady Deandra, I gotta go to my seat. I wish you all knew the woman of power that you have. I know you may not. Lady Deandra called me one day. So let's stay right here in the spirit. And I was going through something. She called me. She said, Vandalin, can I pray for you? I said, sure. She prayed for me under the anointing soul that I had to take the phone and look at it and say, is that the angel praying like that? Spirit of prayer, intercession, prophecy is upon you. You might not see it all now, and others might not see it all now, but God said, I'm going to use you in intercession. Your public reward is going to happen in the privacy of your home on your knees. It's where he's had you for years that some people don't even know. But God says, what is done in secret, I'm about to reward openly. <laughs> and he said, because you stepped out, he's shaking off fear from you. He's shaking off every anxiety, every insecurity, shaking it off of you because you've said yes to the Lord and you've stepped out into purpose and into promise. Point your hand this way and say, Lady Deandria, ha, ho, come on, say, Lady Deandria, uh, say, a generation needs you. A generation of women needs you. Ah, uh, they need your yes. They need your yes to God. They need your, your, the way you do it, how you say it. They need your experience. They need, they need you. They need you just like you are. Lady May, can I get you to lay hands on her belly? Ah. Can I get you to lay hands on her? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We speak the strength of God. We speak the peace of God. We speak the power of God. We speak miracle signs and wonders that will be performed through your life and through your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and just say, Lord. I agree with you. I'm moving 
to my promise, to my destiny. Is there anybody here who is not saved? You have not given your life to Christ. You have not given your life to the Lord. You remember this message and you cooperate with God this week. Is there anybody at this altar who is not saved? Just lift your hands up. 